use headings and subheadings used as part of the roadmap for the reader. Signal to reader sections that are similar and those are different from other sections. Help comprehensive and selective reading. When people sometimes read a journal, journal article or a dissertation, they'll look immediately at the methods and results section. And they'll see the methods because you've got a heading. This is a level one heading, this is a level two heading, this is a level three heading. This differs by discipline. But the point is, when you start using different heading styles for subsections, etc., use them consistently. Uh, how, about, how about tables, figures, and charts? You need to introduce. Look how easy this is to access. But with these things, there's one other thing you need to do is interpret the table for the, summarize the table for the reader. Again, this is making it easy on the reader. Instead of saying, here's my table, okay, this is a simple table. If you've got a complex table, you need to summarize that. Yes? All right, we're going down the bottom of the upside down pyramid. Sentence rhythm, this is critical. Avoid overly simple or overly complex sentences. There are some drawbacks with diesel engines. Diesel engines are much noisier than standard engines. They are difficult to start in cold weather. They tend to cause considerable vibration. They also give off an unpleasant odor. For these reasons, many car manufacturers are limiting their diesel models to light trucks only. Did you hear the rhythm? In writing, there's a rhythm. If you say it out loud, you can hear it. This one went da-na-da-na-da, da-na-da-na-da, da-na-da-na-da. That's an overly simp um, simple sentence. It gets boring to the reader. The reader's going to go to the Caribbean. So here's a revision. D diesel engines have some drawbacks. Most obvious are their noisiness, cold weather starting difficulties, vibrations, and unpleasant odor. Therefore, many manufacturers are limiting their diesel models to light trucks. Vary your sentence lengths. You notice how much more pleasant it is to read that than the first one? Let's take a look at an overly complex sentence. In a smoke-filled room, teary eyes and runny noses occur. And auditory discrimination and visual perception are altered, which is irritating but not associated with any serious disease except for people with heart and lung diseases who are threatened with major problems from smoke. <sighs> wow, that's back to the old myth. We use big words <coughs> and long sentences, right? Now watch the revision. Smoke-filled room not only causes teary eyes and runny noses, the smoke also can alter auditory and visual perception. Although the smoke itself does not produce disease, it does pose a threat to people with heart and lung ailments. Obviously, this is out of, way out of accuracy now. We know that lung does, exposure to, to smoke does hurt people who don't smoke. So anyway, get a sense for the rhythm of what it is you write. Vary the lengths of your sentences. Now, at the very least, I want you to remember these things. Think before you write. Outline, then check your outline for natural logic. Be critical of your own thinking. And don't be hard on yourself because logic doesn't come out naturally. You have to impose logic 
and you have to crystallize logic. Clear writing is clear thinking. Focus on readability. Revise, revise, revise. Thank you very much.